Special episode 31.5. Today on the Movement of Color podcast, Byron and myself, we go into a deep dive on white supremacy and how that movement impacted the tragedy in El Paso. So without further ado, my name is Brandon Payne Carrillo, and we're just going to jump right into this, okay? Here we go. So Brandon, I... Uh, this is like one of those moments where I absolutely uh, hate being right. And you are very right. Yeah, I, I don't want to be. Uh, but it, it, it is mainly because it's resulted in the deaths of, I think it's like 22 people now. Um, but uh, so in in El Paso, on uh, it, it literally happened during the DSA convention. Um It was, like, I think August 5th, um, there was a shooting, uh, August 4th or 5th, um, there was a shooting in in an El Paso Walmart where this fucking, like, middle-class white shithead from, like, not even from El Paso. He came from, like, like more eastern Texas, some, like, white suburban community in in East Texas, drove all the way down to El Paso to shoot um, a just basically shoot Mexicans like that, that little, that's literally what it says in his manifesto. He just wanted to shoot Mexicans because he sincerely believed in, you know, the, the great, you know, the great invasion or the, the great replacement conspiracy theory peddled by Tommy Lauren and all these like alt light and alt right and like fascist, um, like YouTubers and bloggers and fucking like writers for, for like, you know, pretty major publications. Um, and he wanted to, you know, quote unquote, defend the right way, uh, defend the white race, um, and it's resulted in deaths of like twenty-two people, um, and that was like just that one shooting. Um, this was in a majority um, Latinx neighborhood. It included, I think, six Mexican um, citizens who were just there to like, who were just in the U.S. To, like buy shit and then go back home in Mexico, um, mm-hmm. who lived in na- neighboring Juarez. Um, and it's uh and it is absolutely terrifying because um it's what my my prediction on what the alt what 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 the alt right is going to move to is sadly and disturbingly coming true um i think it was episode 20.5 it was a special episode on on like what's what's the alt right going to do after the august uh 12th charlottesville rally um i i made a prediction where it was like okay a lot of them are going to drop out, like, just in total. Like, it's gotten too big. Like, it's gone too serious for them. Um, you're just going to go back to just being shitty comment trolls. But mm-hmm. majority of them are going to go into entering the Republican Party. They see the Republican Party as, like, their base, and that's where they're going to go and, like, build up, try to rebuild a mass movement. Um, but a, a minority of them are going to see that, um, are going to be, if anything, like, disturbingly inspired by the fucking piece of shit who drove his car over a fuck ton of people and killed Heather Heyer, um, I'm not even gonna say his fucking name, um, 
where he's gonna get where they're gonna get inspired and they're gonna, and they're gonna basically go like full Adam Waffen where it's just like okay we're just gonna get a bunch of guns learn how to use them uh, learn how to make explosives and just kill as many people as we can trying to start a race war um and it seems like and 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 just from like you know there's more news reports coming out of like oh like there's these people who have a fuck ton of guns and they're, you know, just barely being stopped by law enforcement agencies. Uh, they're barely being caught beforehand where they've, you know, they, they said like they're going to go shoot up a mall or something and just want to kill, you know, Jews or Mexicans or, you know, LGBTQ folk. Um, they, you know, all the degenerates, uh, you know, they want to kill leftists, um, you know, and... Like, that's just becoming more and more common. I mean, like, even in the days, in the, in the week following um, the August 4th shooting in El Paso, uh, I think the, there's been, like, six arrests where they've, like, six separate arrests, separate incidents where the police have gone in and, like, found, like, huge caches of, of cash, uh, of weapons and ammo. And, and, like, these were people who were, like, basically like, planning to do a copycat shooting of the, uh, of the El Paso shooting. Um, and they only, like, just barely cut them off. Like, it's gone to the point where, like, even fucking, like, Chris Hayes and, uh, fucking El Paso's own, uh, Beto, not an actual fucking Mexican O'Rourke, um, is talking about, like, the dangers of white supremacy and how it's, like, just kind of part of the country that we, like, kind of really actually need to work on getting rid of. I mean, like, if fucking Beto O'Rourke is, like, yeah, no, like, Trump is a fucking racist, like, and he's helping white supremacists, um, and like you, if, if he's doing the whole America kaka thing, like <laughs> holy shit, like we, I think we're reaching a tipping point um, where even the centrist politicians are kind of beginning to take it seriously. Um, they're beginning to basically take sides where it's like we're, we're getting articles like, oh hey, cannibalism is a big taboo. We should we should get rid of that taboo and animals eat their own species all the time. Uh, basically getting us ready for like the Mad Max fucking apocalypse in the future. Uh, yeah. that's almost always like, that's a hundred percent going to be like some hardcore, like white nationalist, like siege mentality shit. Yeah. Um, or they're like kind of trying to like desperately cling onto the power because they kind of, they can, they, they know what happened to the last time with the centrist politicians. Um, they got crystal knocked. Um, <laughs> uh, they got purged. Um, and then the, the far, far right kind of just took over and kicked out or, or killed everybody who was not them, including the centrist politicians who kind of was pa- were passive and allowed them to take over. I, mean, I think this generation is not that stupid. Um, yeah. So it, 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 it's, it's popping off. Um, and I think there's going to be more. And, this is not going to stop. There's going to be more and more of these attacks in the future. Um, and they're just going to get bigger and there's going to get my, my real worry is when they start getting organized and they start going to be getting done, not by individuals, but by actual groups, groups like Adam Waffen or, um, like groups, um, like American guard or like aim when it, like, you know, when it inevitably militarizes, um, aim being the, uh, American identitarian movement, not the American Indian movement who are cool. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're cool. Yeah. yeah they're cool. Um, yeah, that that that's my reward when they start getting organized in the groups and they start because with a group you can do a lot more damage and you can and if one person gets caught you can if they're if they're organized they can cauterize the wound and still kind of pull off the the terrorist attack. 
So that's probably, let's say that's your next prediction. There'll be group mass murders, um, organized terror. Yeah. Um, it may be around the corner, maybe a few years down, but I, I give it, I give it. Um, so like there's a recession coming up and it's during like the recessions and depressions that, um, you know, both the left and the right get a lot of support. Um, I think that's when it's going to really pop off because there's going to be a huge influx of pissed off, formerly middle-class white folks, um, who want to blame everyone, but who want to blame everyone, but capitalism. Um, and they're going to want to, they're going to be angry. and It's going to be a big fight over like, who's going to radicalize them first, the left or the right. Uh, and if the right radicalizes them, they're going to get a huge fucking base. And like, I think it's going to be enough where like, they're going to have people who are pissed off enough because it's because the emotions of losing everything are so raw. Um, they're going to have nothing to lose and they're going to be more, far more willing to do these kind of attacks um, in, in groups rather than, um, and that's what I'm really going to be worried about. Like, wait, wait for the next, for the recession in the next like, year or so. Um, that's when things are going to get fucking horrifying. Yeah, that's a um, very cheerful prediction. <laughs> yeah. But I, w- I want to ask you this question. Because in order for that vision to come true, there has to be a set of enablers in the system, in our society as we speak right now. Yeah. Um, I would like to maybe give, um, call out those enablers. Who would you say are enabling this process to further radicalize more on the right, those who are kind of by denial or by active, you know, agitation. Who are the enablers of this movement? I, w- I would say probably the biggest one is the state apparatus itself. Um, it's it's not it's not unknown that like police are f- police throughout history have been far, far, far more willing to work with fascist groups um, in history. Like, the police supported Hitler. Um, I think the in the election, like, 50, 50% of the Greek police force in the, in the whole country voted for Golden Dawn, which is an openly, f- uh, which is an openly fascistic neo-Nazi party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, you know, because fascists, because they see fascists as, as, the kind of the law and order group um, who are going to give police the power to do whatever they want and to kill and maim with impunity uh, with no repercussions on them. So it's um, and, and that's literally like your job as a police officer to oppress so you can oppress more freely. Um, so that's you know, so police are like, I mean, if you look at if you look at Portland, um, the Pacific Northwest in general, where there's like constant kind of a low grade insurgency going on. Yes. Uh, like the police have been caught with like some pretty big connections with um the um the alt right over there. Um they're also just even if they don't have overt connections, they're more sympathetic towards them, they're more willing to let them do stuff. Um they're more willing to target the um, left wing counter protesters instead. Um kind of like um and kind of leave the far right alone. Um that's just the way it is. I mean, that's that's the way, the way it's always been because that's the the whole purpose of the police is to oppress based on class and race um, and gender and like it's it's always been a 
anti, you know, whatever deviant is for the far right um, force. Even if it's like woke and they wear, you know, rainbow pins or whatever, or they march at pride, it doesn't matter. Like when push comes to shove, a fucking pig's gonna beat you with a fucking billy club, uh, regardless, because you threaten uh, the sanctity of the state. And, and yeah. no one loves the state more than fascists. That's true. They they rub up against flags and, you know, crosses and all the other instruments of the state. So I agree. So we got the state as one enabler. I, I would put um, Donald Trump as another one, like as an individual. Um, he, like whenever you go to any... Um, like if you go to 4chan or whatever, um, like slash poll, like they always call him like our guy. He's our guy um, because, like, while he may not totally parrot, like he may not totally parrot every single white nationalist talking point, he does enough. He he parrots enough of them. He did, you know, his fucking his campaign, like his campaign in inaugural campaign speech was like Mexicans are murderers and rapists, and we need to build a wall and we need to keep them out. Like, we need to, basically, like, we need to keep America white. Like, that was, like, the subtext that they got from it. And, like, I think most people got from it. Um, <laughs> he galvanizes the Republican base in a way that, and, and also radicalizes the, the, the Republican base in a way that um, none of them have even begun. Like, Pat Buchanan was the fucking closest they ever got, and he was a total failure within the Republican Party. Um, so, it's very much a a matter of, like, they don't think he's the end of it. They don't, they're not like Trump is going to be the Fuhrer, but they think Trump is going to be the, the stepping stone to fascism. And, and especially with all this stuff about with the concentration camps for migrants, um, they are even more firmly believing in that kind of stuff. Yeah, so he's, he's their guy, and he's giving them the support that they need for their platform. Um, so we got the state. We got Trump. Is there a third peg? Yeah, so uh, for the third one, I would kind of posit um, kind of centrist media, like the the what you know is called colloquially the mainstream media. They gave a lot of kind of cover for these fucking people. Um, they they you know glorify you know they they do that thing where like they say their name and they do all this other stuff where like you're. Like literally, like there's there's guidelines for like what not to do after a mass shooting, and they break all of them for ratings. Um, you know, they they promoted Trump, they gave Trump like billions of dollars of free coverage. They, uh, they did like, um, like personal pieces on like there was this one New York Times article where it was essentially a like. Bio, like biographical article on a former member of the traditionalist workers party which was like the strasserist party like basically mm-hmm. left-wing neo-nazis um who was like oh i see nazis are normal like i i, I think what the article was trying to go for was like oh literally anyone could be a nazi that's terrifying like they're not like all psycho killers they're like normal people who want to kill everyone um who isn't them but it just but instead it came off as Oh wow, this Nazi is kind of a normal guy. He's not, you know, he's. It, it ended up making him look more favorable than, like, terrifying. Mm. Um, and it just ended up reinforcing fascism in that case. Um, but also, like, they're 
the fact that they are so hell pressed against against anti fascism and their weird like free speech purism where um they're like, Oh yeah, uh like and especially the whole like dual uh kind of I would call it like um hypocrisy of of free speech where um you need to let them you need to let the fascists speak um because even though if you don't like their speech that's like their bullshit that they do that it's not just the the the, the far right the you know it's not just the ben Shapiro's and shit um it's it's like the centrist li- like shit libs uh, oh you need to let them speak you need to let them do this you need to let them do this i'm like no, their their ideology, the like, core part of their ideology, is the extermination of vast swaths of the fucking planet. Um, that 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 like they want to organize for a genocide. Like that's that's a line that I think any rational person can say like goes too far, and why anti-fascism is important. And they also bag on the anti-fascists all the time because oh they do all this concern trolling over anti-fascism where oh they. You look at them they they're they're like punching people and like they're they're masking up they don't want to they don't want their identities known by the fucking police state <laughs> or 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 known by uh, they want to protect their identities from fascists who are known to go and like target people um so it so again the, the media is also very much to blame i also want to since we've mentioned the media just put a little spotlight on one particular little turd with a bow tie. Oh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Yes. Uh, I always knew that Tucker Carlson totally had that elitist, white supremacist, you know, background. But really what kind of took it to the next level is when he said that white nationalism is a hoax. Yeah, no, that that, that was a fucking horrifying thing where it's like oh it doesn't exist i'm like wait what <laughs> like he's just like parodying candace owens yeah he is and by doing that he is gaslighting all oppressed people in this country because this country was built on the foundation of white supremacy um and white nationalism they didn't have to call it that at the time because well most of the time they were all white that were in charge. So they're like, okay, we rule as white dudes. But, um, he is to me particularly despicable on the fact that that was not the end of his career. And the, the regular mainstream media didn't particularly hold him to account on that. You know, no one on CNN was like, that's horrendous. What he said or blah, blah. Didn't lose any more sponsors. Nothing fucking happened. Now you're just you're normalizing this. Okay. White supremacy, white nationalism is not a thing, even though all the mass murders that we talked about this year were all motivated by white supremacy and white nationalism. So fuck Car- um, Mr. Carlson and... Uh, that's all I have to say about that piece of shit. Unless you got something. I mean, I, I got another thing. Like, it's. I mean, he's publicly said um, in, an, in a 2010 interview. No, 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 no. In, in 2008 interview, uh, where he's like, you know, and I hate to use the term, but like he's, you know, this is quoting him. Like, I'm a hundred percent his uh, his bitch. His being Rupert Murdoch. Um, it's again like I I 
he's very much a grifter where he's just doing whatever is told of him to do. Um, and that means supporting white supremacy and like seeding it in, in the minds of Falk, uh, Fox News listeners. That's what he's got to do. Um, that's a lot of the alt-right. They're, they're just grifters. They're in it for money and they don't really give a shit. So that's, piece of shit. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking piece of shit. Um, I, I can't wait for Rupert Murdoch to die too. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's really the case uh, with, I mean, again, uh, the El Paso shooting did not just happen out of thin air. It There were steps to it, and there's going to be steps after. Um, it is going to get worse before it gets better, and that's why anti-fascism is not cosplaying. Uh, you're not LARPing. It's, it's incredibly important work that needs to be done. Um, and... Uh, and I'm, I'm especially worried about the uh, the the attempts in Congress right now to basically make to like designate Antifa uh, a terrorist organization because one, it's not an organization; it's a thing you do, but they don't care. So basically, it would like if if uh, if if the legislation ever passed, it would essentially make dissent illegal, where they can just because it's not an actual organization. It's just something you do. You can classify anybody as Antifa and thus send them to jail uh, for very long periods of time for being part of a terrorist organization. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah. So, like, oh, if you, you know, you and your neighbors were like worried about this one neo-Nazi in your in your neighborhood, and like you all organized to do something to get rid of them, congratulations, you're Antifa. You're not going to jail. If you are trying to get like a a neo-Nazi business, uh, a neo-Nazi-owned business out of, like, a, some, I don't know, some fucking strip mall that a lot of people of color frequent, congratulations, you're in for you're going to jail. Um, if you uh, dox someone who is violent and is threatened murder uh, of a Vasquez and, like, they show their guns and shit... Congratulations, you're going to jail because you're Antifa. I mean, literally, that that that's totally plausible because, um, because anyone can do anti-fascism and thus anyone can be declared anti can be declared Antifa and thus have criminal charges brought against them for being part of a terrorist organization. That's that's and it's and it's not just those and that's not just if you're targeting fascists. It's like if you do any type of organizing, uh, if you do like black block. Uh, during like a you know World Trade Organization protest, I'm like a hundred percent sure that like all these fucking like shitty old people and reactionaries don't see a difference between Black Bloc, which is a tactic, and Antifa, which is a thing you do, they, mm-hmm. or, or what they think is an organization. They don't see a fucking difference. They just see people in black and they just lose their minds. Yeah, it's um, it's really fucking awful. It's an awful law, obviously, for the reasons you mentioned, and. The shitty thing about it is you got some shitbag Democrats who are on board with this shit. Yeah, some some both sides bullshitters. Yep. You know, centrist, like, oh, well, I, I got to be in the middle of all this shit because I'm in Ohio, which really the people who actually vote for them don't give a shit and are probably at the heart of themselves against Nazis. But, you know, they have to, you know, this Antifa thing, because of Fox News and all this other shit, they're going to vote for it. They're going to vote for it. Like, 
do I have much confidence in Nancy Pelosi saying, no, we're not going to take up this bill? Yeah, I mean, like, Nancy Pelosi hasn't really said anything on it. Um, I don't think... Um, not Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's the, the turtle man uh, from the Republican side. Uh, shit, who's who's the majority... Uh, no, who's the who, who's the head of the Democrats in the Senate? Uh, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Chuck Schumer, that little fucking piece of shit. Um, he hasn't said anything on it either. Um, it's 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 a Republican introduced uh, legislation that's kind of not really going anywhere yet, but um, it has gotten a good decent amount of support from from Republicans. It's gotten a little bit of support from like shitty centrist Dems um, who are trying to find that like radical centrists um and i don't know if it's gonna go anywhere um i hope not i mean fuck like it's it's taking this much it's taking this much amount of violence and death from fascist from the far right um just to get to this point of like oh yeah nazis are bad like politicians saying like you yeah, know nazis are bad america's founded on fascism founded on white supremacy and shit um, and no one's died because of Antifa. Antifa hasn't killed anybody. <laughs> like, nope. so all I'm thinking is, like, someone's gonna, like, so, like, my nightmare is, like, someone's gonna hit someone a little too hard, and, like, they're gonna, like, I don't know, they have, like, a heart attack or something, and it's gonna be attributed to them. Uh, it's gonna be attributed to Antifa. And, yeah. like, they're finally gonna get their fucking media blitz that they want. Um, to pa- to basically force us through and like finally clamp down on any actual genuine left wing dissent um, and resistance to fascism in the U.S. Um, like fascism will essentially have like the go ahead from the state. Yeah, that's another bleak prediction. Thank you, Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I'm. Uh, yeah, fuck your soothsayers. I'm your doomsayer. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's all very plausible, and we're not that far away from that. I mean, hell, it could be one really bad 2020 election that puts it over the edge, you know? It could be a lot of things that can lead us down that path. And um, it's, um, if you're not frightened, maybe you shouldn't be frightened, but you should be motivated towards action. Yeah. Um, anti-fascism is good. <laughs> Compared, contrary to what I've said, anti-fascism is good. Um, doing anti-fascism, anti-fascism isn't just showing up in block block. It's doing medical support. It's doing um, doxing fascists. Um, it's you know keeping track of, pe- of, of known fascists and their whereabouts. Um, it's you know doing court support. Um, it's 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 a lot of things. It's, it's also getting to know your neighbors, um, getting to know your neighborhood. Um, doing, organizing, and just fighting racism and fascistic ideas wherever you see them. Um, so, like, right now I'm doing anti some anti-gentrification stuff in my neighborhood because they're developing um, the golf course, the public golf course I live next to. I hate the term public golf course. Um, but, you know, it's it basically forces a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds to, like, work together to, pro- to, to, to protect their homes. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the kind of not necessarily like virulent, like knowledgeable racism where like they're like neo-Nazis, but like just the more casual racism that can lead into fascism um, is caused because they don't interact with fucking 
people of color because you know in, in the United States we just keep to our homes and we don't really talk to our neighbors anymore. Um, yeah. So this is like force kind of forcing people to talk to their neighbors, get to know them, understand like oh, just because you're a different ethnicity from me does not mean we do not share the same economic uh, or political interests. Um, so that's that's that that's something you can. That, so that's like you know I consider that anti-fascist work almost. Yeah, I, I do too. You know, um, anytime we can break down barriers, that allows the process of de-radicalization to happen. Um, yeah, and then radicalizing our direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're like, wow, that that DSA IWW salt member that lives next door to me, they're pretty rad. Maybe uh, I'll listen to what they have to say when they go in their rant about, uh, you know, dual power and uh, how electoralism might be a waste of time. <laughs> or I, I'm thinking more of like, um, wow, landlords, like, why, why is land commodified? What the fuck? <laughs> like, this is our neighborhood. Why do we not have any real control over it? Um, that kind of stuff. That, that, that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm, I'm helping promote. <laughs> there you go. So you actually brought our conversation to a slightly positive conclusion. Oh, yeah. Good job, Byron. Because I, I didn't have much faith in you, you know, <laughs> 45 seconds ago. Hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, totally planned not at all by accident yes alright <laughs> alright it, it was uh, remember folks anti-fascism is good uh, they, you even if things look dark you gotta we have to hope that things will get better um, because if we just despair then nothing gets done and nothing 100% will happen uh, nothing good will happen if we just wallow around in our sad and like doing absolutely just letting despair went over exactly alright see y'all on the flip side alright gang had a fun time with you please remember to follow us on twitter at movement underscore color and support us on patreon at patreon.com backslash movement of color podcast again my name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo and until later adios adios